This is Paulie B. from Saved by the Pod, and you're listening to another episode of Ringside Rant with your host, RJ. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hi! Alright, cool. Now that y'all are paying attention, hi! It's Colin West owner of Synergy Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to the Ringside Rant with RJ. This is the Ringside Rant with RJ, and I'm Colin West from Synergy Wrestling, yeah. Alright, RJ, I got you that musical bumper that you... What do you mean you were kidding about the musical? Well, I'm gonna sound like an... Son of a bitch! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ringside Rant. And welcome to Ranters Nation. I have the distinct honor of sitting down with a man that is well known here in the Northeast, a promotion that is well known here in the Northeast. He is the man, the myth, the legend. He is Colin West from Synergy Pro Wrestling. Colin, how are you doing tonight, man? Well, man, myth, legend. I am one of those three things. Not the last one. one. Two, three. <laughs> Sometimes not the first one. We'll figure somewhere in between. But that is really kind of you. Um, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. It is really nice to talk to you. It's it's great to finally have you on. I you know I've been shooting uh, shooting the uh, shit with uh, people that you're fairly familiar with with the uh, DYWTSB, a, sh- yeah. a a network that you're involved with now. But they're like, hey, you got to get Colin on. You got to get Colin on. I'm like, okay, he's on the list. I'm like, he's on the list. I got to get, you know, you know, I, it goes up and down. You know, I can't up and down and around. Hey, I just made the list. That's awesome. Well, I, well, could be a good list. Could be a bad list. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I'm pretty sure it was either Tiffany. It had to be Tiffany that turned me on to Synergy Pro Wrestling. And uh, saw probably at this point, I probably saw a handful of shows. And I'm like, man, I got to delve deep into this because this is a promotion that uh you know people that kind of know some of the guys but kind of don't but you really should because it's a roster of the future the future of you know these major promotions you can see a lot of these people on um you know because i came became a big fan of uh you know we we talked about uh your pet one of your past champions the bad apple himself and uh you know, and I also became a big fan of um, a guy that's uh, going to be going for the cruiserweight crown, uh, TJ Crawford. Yeah, and you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. Those are both gentlemen who are uh, products of the WrestlePro system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Buck, who's an agent with WWE now, and uh, TNA alum, Impact alum, Kevin Matthews. Uh, that's an incredible uh, training school, an incredible promotion here in New Jersey. Uh, that have gone all over. They've gone to Alaska multiple times. Uh, and I think the world of what they do over there, and it's no surprise that when you look at WrestlePro and their sister Create-A-Pro out on Long Island, if you just look at the list of, of people they've churned out, uh, Chris Statlander is a Create-A-Pro WrestlePro uh, name. MJF is Create-A-Pro WrestlePro. Matt McIntosh, like you said, TJ Crawford, mm-hmm. Anthony Bowens, Mm-hmm. I mean, these names, uh, Dan Moff has been affiliated with that brand for a long time now, and now he's over in Ring of Honor. Um, it's no surprise to me that anybody who comes out of that system uh, is a pro and is successful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can take 
I can take 2% credit for just being smart enough to book these guys. That's <laughs> it. The, the rest goes to, to WrestlePro, to Cap, and, and to them. Um, Macintosh is one of those guys that is just kind of a Swiss army knife that you can ask to do anything, and he's going to do it brilliantly. And I'm, I love that you love Crawford. He's actually going to be up in New York, uh, upstate, wrestling one of your guys uh i think at esw one of your boys anthony Gaines. oh okay yeah yeah Anthony, uh, oh, relatively soon and crawford and Gaines is like i look around i watch crawford and Gaines is going to be a banger that match is going to yeah. be fantastic yeah that is esw out out in the buffalo area you get a lot of uh like we talked about before your garcias your puffs your bennett's your you know blackwoods yep. you know they're doing such you know such a great job out there um, you know, give credit where credit's due. And it's been, you know, a bunch of different incarnations as far as the promotion goes, as far as uh, uh, owners, bookers, uh, what have you. Sure. But, you know, and they, but they still put out great product and they're always selling out whatever venue they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do use, um, I think they've used, uh, you know, they were the longest time at the uh, St. Uh, Johnsburg uh, Fire Hall there. Right, and they got moved and all that stuff. But um, I'm sure you're accustomed to that going, going, going wherever you can sell, uh, sell out, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm lucky enough that we've been at one building for over a year now. Like that's what? <laughs> for mm-hmm. me, that's pretty unheard of. But uh, we love the Polish Falcons in Hillsborough, New Jersey. That being said, we're always looking around. Like, we're going to do a, a Mania Week show Friday, April the 3rd, uh, down at Matt Tremont's facility mm-hmm. uh, in Williamstown, New Jersey, at the H2O Wrestling Center, which is another great school. Um, and we just are trying to do two things at once. Like, we want to plant our flag uh, in Jersey, and we want to do our thing in Jersey, uh, but we also... I really care about streaming and I really care about making sure that people anywhere can watch this product and they can do it for a price. That's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like our shows are nine 99 on fight. Right. Because I know how hard it is to go out and make like, and this is not just me pandering, like for real, for real, I know how hard it is to go out and make 10 bucks. It's hard. You know, like it's not the best economy right now for everybody. Like my mom grew up my whole life. My mom was a first grade teacher and my dad was in construction and he worked for himself. So 10 bucks is like 10 bucks is maybe, you know, you decide to not, you know, eat the best dinner that night. And instead you get you get a streaming pay-per-view. And that means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? So like. That's kind of where I'm at is like, I want to put the roots down in Jersey. I want to make sure that New Jersey and their fans understand that we're not going anywhere. We're not one of these places that wants to get the ball rolling here and then totally abandon them and leave like other people have. And that's their choice. But I do want to leave things open so that if, you know, somebody in Binghamton is like, yo, we got 200 people that want to have a synergy show up here. All right, I'll get in the car. Let's go. You know, or somebody out in, in, in Des Moines or in New Mexico. I don't care. Just to say, listen, we got two, three hundred people that really want to see a synergy show. OK, let's have fun. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, there's a uh, 
there's a few guys up there in the Syracuse area. I'll definitely, uh, I, once we get off the off the air, I'll definitely shoot their for th- shoot their information over to you that definitely <laughs> fit in very very well to Synergy. Uh, sure. And, and they're and they're willing and they're willing to travel too. They're out of the uh, big, like you mentioned Binghamton. They're out of the Binghamton Syracuse area. Yeah, you're gonna name drop Jay Freddie to me. I love Jay Freddie. Oh, Jay Fre- Well, well, Jay and I have he, Jay and I worked together back in the day on some charity shows. But I like uh, I love that guy. I, I met Jay Freddie and Dick Justice a couple of years ago and just completely fell in love with the guys. They're they're wonderful. So yeah, anybody up in that way? Like I I was saying this to you before we came on the air. Like grass is always greener. Like people are always watching. Like me as a fan, I know a lot to me. It really does. And I I love that you say like we have a roster for the future. I just book people I believe in. I don't need the hot name. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, will I occasionally have the hot name? Yeah, Tony Deppin's going to be here soon mm-hmm. uh, for the second time. And he's not here because he's a hot name. He's here because I think Tony Deppin is one of the best professional wrestlers in the country. I think he's unbelievable. Every time I bring in KTB, it's not because I think KTB is a hot name and he's going to push me tickets. It's because I think that KTB is one of the five best unsigned wrestlers in North America. Mm-hmm. Like he's he, I, the fact that he's not booked every weekend to double shot three straight days is a crime. KTB is everything, you know, it's, it, it, it's just that everybody on my roster, be it Mike Dell or Brandon Kirk or Casey Cattell or TJ Crawford or Jason Sinclair or anybody up and down the card is, is somebody I really fully am invested in and say like i really believe that you can go anywhere that you want to go so like and the honestly the only thing that sucks about my job is that i can only book but so many people you know that's the only thing that sucks about it because there's a limited budget and there's a limited card space i can't make fans sit through 15 matches that's insane you know but like because it takes away from the fan experience and it takes away from everybody that's on the card. It makes what they're doing less important mm-hmm. if I overbook this. But, like, I just – I wish there was – if there was anything I could do, I wish there was a way that I could bring a couple more people in all the time. But I, I just can't, yeah. you know. You, can only do, you only can do what you can do, you know. And there's yeah. – and it's such a young young roster because, you know, it's one of these things where you're – okay, you're watching – or maybe it's just me. But the only one that does this is – you're watching a you know event like yours with Synergy or whatever. And you see a guy, guy like Joey Silver, that Great. you don't that yeah. you don't know the name, and then you're like, okay, right. we'll Google him. You find him on Twitter. You find him wherever. Man, he's 23. He's 24. He's like, holy mm-hmm. crap. And there's just something you know because you you compare growing up watching wrestling to nowadays where it's like, okay, you know what you like. You know what you know what gets over, quote unquote. Sure. And I'm like, I see like guys like you said, Joyce, like I said, Joyce Silver, TJ Crawford. It's like there's mm-hmm. something about him. I don't know what it is, yep. but I want I like it or, you know, I really hate his guts, but he's a good at doing what he does. You know what I, I what I come down to with everybody that's on on for the most part on on my events and on a show to show grind, if you will, like if you see somebody multiple times. They're, they're, they're people who are committed. The reason that a guy like Crawford or a guy like Joey Silver 
Charles Mason, who's going to be back. Like just anybody, and I'm going to name drop everybody on my roster by the time this is over. So That's it just fine. is what That's it is. Fine. Jo- Jordan Oliver, great example. The reason that they stick with you is because they're fully committed to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The the ones who are good, because you can you can get twenty individuals who are all trained to the same level and have exactly the same skill set and fantastic that's great but do you know who you are do you do things with intent do you say all right i'm gonna do these four things and i'm not gonna do these 10 things that i'm really good at but i'm not gonna do them because they don't fit what i'm trying to do or am i the kind of person who comes through the curtain every weekend and just wants to prove how many cool things they can do Because trust me when I tell you, like, I'm going to just use Jordan Oliver as an example. Jordan Oliver can virtually do anything athletically that you ask him to do. Jordan Oliver is a remarkable young athlete. But does he need to do all those things to get what Jordan Oliver is across? No. So he doesn't. A guy like Charles Mason. Charles Mason can do a bunch of stuff. But does he have to? No. So does he? No. You know, Brandon Kirk, you look at Brandon Kirk, uh, a guy who can deathmatch it with the best of them, a guy who can wrestle Blue Demon and Pagano and do and and wrestle Lucha style. Yeah. And then go wrestle Takeda and bleed to death and then go wrestle a technical clinic. He can do all these things. But does he save them for specific moments? Yeah, because Kirk's starting to put it together, you know? And so who's a synergy guy? Who's a synergy girl? It's, 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 who's a synergy non-binary athlete? I don't want to make it sound like I'll book anybody. Let's be real. Um, Somebody who knows who they are, but also somebody with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Somebody who's been passed over for the hot ticket, somebody who's been passed over for the flavor of the week, somebody who's been passed over, even though they might be better because somebody could go push 40 tickets on the sidewalk. You know, I want the guy or the girl or the person who doesn't classify themselves that um, has a little bit of a has a little bit of an edge to them, Mm -hmm. you know, who maybe wants it a little bit more, who's salty but not negative does that make sense oh i know exactly what you mean you know yep. there's another guy we that i've become familiar with and uh tiffany's gonna definitely pop when i say this name mm-hmm. is one of her one of her husbands <laughs> um anthony gangone yep he's been around and he'll continue he to be around is yep. i'm surprised that he's not you know bit like signed by one of the bigger promotions because he you what he walks through that curtain and it's like you get a reaction before he even gets in the ring he's intentional that's exactly the point and it makes sense that if you look at the backstory he's house of glory out of new york city trained by amazing red his tree of talent under him includes joey silver includes charles mason you know, and you say, that makes sense. Okay. Why does Joey Silver stand out to me? Because he's been taught by people who stand out. Mm-hmm. Amazing Red. Never been the biggest guy in the fight, ever. Walks through the curtain. 
you know shit's about to go down because Amazing Red is is absolute genius, not just at flying all over the place and putting on these remarkable athletic matches, but in exuding something, in in getting something out of you before he even gets in the ring. He's one of those guys. Like you look at somebody who just, like you said, somebody who hits the curtain and you know something's about to happen. You don't know what, but you just, you know. And Gangone is one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's just that roster from top to bottom. You try to find, for me anyways, you try to find some sort of, all right, well, that may be, you know, not the strong point, but I'm like, there's really, for me, there's not any type of thing saying, oh, okay, that may not, that may not work. There's a lot, a lot of talent on that roster. There really is. And I'm, like I said, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because I'm sitting in front of you right now. But um, well, no, I mean, trust me, I know like it's nothing. I I never wanted to be this. And and my former business partners, Dan and Heather, when we started, we had an agreement that we were going to do 10 shows together and then reassess. And they went their own way, which had nothing to do with what they thought of the brand. It was just our agreement. Mm-hmm. But from show one, day one, which if you go back on independent wrestling TV and just look, we were in a much different location in an Elks Lodge with very different lighting and a very different, and you could only really put 125 people in their tops. But we wanted to test drive what the product was for mm-hmm. a while. And we always agreed that we didn't want a popcorn match or a bathroom break. And we didn't want anybody who was going to be able to say, hey, man, I'm not really, you know, I'm going to bring the quality of your show down, but I can sell you 25 tickets. I don't care. I'll eat the money loss. I'd rather have something credible. Mm-hmm. That's just me. You know, um, so that's the reputation we've built a little bit, and I'm proud of it. And does it cost us a little more? Yeah. Am I going to raise ticket prices? No, because this is what people should expect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the fact of the matter is, is that you don't need a promoter's license to run in New Jersey. And that's one of those things that you shouldn't say out loud, but I'm gonna. And so what happens is you get a bunch of people who run shows who take advantage of the fact that fans want to bring their kids out to something or people want to sponsor a show and they don't put on the best possible product. And to me, I would rather not run if that was what I was doing because at the end of the day, I care about what I put my name on. You know, I care about what the other people in my locker room have to put their names on, you know, and I don't want to be the guy that five years from now, somebody's trying to go get booked at a bigger place or somebody's trying to go get a job on TV or somebody's trying to go work for somebody else. And they say, oh, but you worked for over there. I mean, good Lord, that was a shit show. You know, I don't yeah, yeah. I know that now in an era of streaming with video on demand and with stuff like that, everything you do leaves a legacy now. So I can't have like, oh, we'll take a down show. We'll take an off show or we'll we'll use this show with a little bit less talent to put some money in the bank and then we'll move forward. No, because there's record of that now, you know, and that reflects on everybody that's involved. Yeah, I think, you know. But as we said earlier, we're about the same age, and it's just you yeah. grow up in that age where, 
you had to tape trade. And for those who yeah. listen right now that don't know what tape trading is, Woo. throw it in your Google machine and you'll find out. But Oh, man. Was there uh, anything worse than tape trading and getting a shit tape? Was there anything worse than right taking <laughs> your than taking your gold? You're like that era, like, oh my god, I've got this awesome tape and I'm gonna I'm gonna go like real like VHS to VHS for you or DVD to DVD a little bit later on and I'll burn you a copy or I'll rip you a copy. And here's this awesome show with Nigel McGuinness and with Homicide and with Brian Danielson and with all these people and just this this these dope like Trent Acid and all these guys and you get back what the what the what the hell did you just give me mm-hmm. and I don't ever want to be that guy where somebody gets handed a synergy show and they go the hell did you just give me you yeah. know what I'm saying no no no, no I, no, I know what you mean yeah I don't want to be the shitty end of the tape trade ever yeah. so well, you know, and I and I think I said that to lead into this is where you mentioned your affiliation with Fight, with yeah. Independent TV. I I just think that the partnership anybody does now with those two uh, streaming sites, I, you know, you're head and shoulders above the rest of them that aren't doing it because you're you can all over the place now. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to watch it live, even though it's a good idea to do it. You know, you could, you know, sit on it, buy it and wait yeah. for it until you do it in the next day or whatever. But, you know, you know, Fight TV is just one of those those platforms where, I, you know, I try to do, you know, a lot of that with the promotion that I do is try to, OK, what can we do to expand the product a little bit more? And, you know, whether it's, you know, you got it, like you said, you got to, you know, make a little bit, you know, spend a little bit of money to make a little bit of money. But. Right. Um, it's just, you know, I, I've been, you know, working with a little bit with Fight TV myself. And it's just, you know, it's it's I think it's a phenomenal, a phenomenal streaming site with, without a doubt. There has never been an opportunity before for someone on an independent level to reach this kind of market and this kind of platform and these levels of eyes. And you look at the, the companies that are doing it right and doing it the best um gcw and beyond wrestling one and one a and one a and one b i mean for me those are the two companies who jumped on this and wrote it and look at what it's done for two incredible brands really and you say i'd rather be early to the party than late to the party because honestly we started streaming in september and we, I mean, and now I even look at people who are just starting to stream in like February, March, and I'm like, you missed it a little bit, you know, like get there, still get to the party. But like, I'm glad that we made the decision and pulled the trigger to do what we did when we did it, because um, live streaming is just such a cool, unique experience. And the locker room gets up for it. You know, the locker room gets real up for it because there's nothing like, hey, we go out and we wrestle in front of a live crowd. We go to the back, we decompress, we pull up our phone and somebody's already throwing gifts of our match on Twitter. Oh, shit. This is cool. So then the next time they come through, they're really looking to kill it because there's going to be some dude at zeros in Argentina or Joe K out of New York or, or, you know, like these gift guys on Twitter and gift girls who are just so dope that I try to like latch onto because like 
if you're watching us, I'm really grateful. And if you're taking the extra time to do that, I'm twice as grateful. Thank you. Like, so it's just a really unique place and time in independent wrestling to get people out there and get people noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just you, you, with all the, the way the technology is, we, we mentioned, you know, you know, the streaming, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of good stuff on YouTube, people mm-hmm. doing a lot of good stuff, you know, through social medias, whatever they may be. And it's, you know, I look at go back. And when I started, when I was my son's age, I was started watching wrestling when I was seven, mm-hmm. eight years old. And to see what he's has now, I'm like. Holy crap. I, I can't I, I couldn't fathom no. that when I was that age. No. I mean there was no wrestling between Tuesday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. None. You would have to go find a live show somewhere and that was really difficult to do. I mean it, it it was so if you wanted to watch something that you didn't normally get to re- to watch, you had to beg your mom to let you stay up and watch Raw and Nitro. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> beg. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Or you had to try to watch the repeat on Saturday morning. And I mean, man, back in the early 2000s, how hard was it to even find like a good ROH tape? Yeah. You know, like you had to go through some hoops. Mm-hmm. You know, it was wild. And now it's all right there at your fingertips. And so it's changed things. I mean, people are demanding and fans should be demanding and people should expect quality and they shouldn't have to have this mentality of we're going to have to sit through four crap matches to get three good ones. That's not acceptable anymore. So we're trying to not be that. No, exactly. And that's what, like I said, and that's one of the main reasons why I latched on to synergy is because you have, it's a number of things that latch me on, you know, between you know yourself that runs the show that you want to know good bad and different i don't care let me know what you think of the show i want to know what you like honestly i want to know what you think sucks i do because i want to get rid of it not necessarily like in the same way where i i hear things differently where if somebody goes hey that wrestler sucks i know they don't that means I'm doing a bad job presenting that person. I'm not putting them in the best light to succeed. So a lot of people are really, uh, a lot of people are really nervous to say, I didn't like what this person did on that show because they think they're costing a wrestler a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in my, in my instance, unless you're like, Hey, this person did this and said this to a fan and that's unacceptable, which please tell me. Mm-hmm. I need to know. But if, if it's just like, hey, I really didn't enjoy what went down with so-and-so, and it's not because they're a heel, it's because I just didn't enjoy it. It didn't, it wasn't entertaining to me mm-hmm. on any level. That means I have to rethink how I'm using that talent because it's a talented person I'm working with. Mm-hmm. So I want to know the bad because the bad is what makes me better at my job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things like there's every nowadays, there's just so much wrestling out there, whether it be independence or whether it be the major promotions across the country, mm-hmm. across the world, you know, and you know, my wife always makes fun of me all the time when I wake up here on the East coast for a four mm-hmm. o'clock, three o'clock new Japan ma- or pay-per-view. Yep. And she's like, what are you doing up? I'm like, well, I've been up for like two, three hours. I've been watching wrestling. 
And she just laughs at me and walks away. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between you and me. You get up for a New Japan pay-per-view. I stay up for a New Japan pay-per-view. That's well, the that, difference you know, between us. That, when they had the, um, the, the latest one they had, when it was start, what was it? Uh, uh, not New, um, shoot, the New Year's one. Yeah. It started here at like midnight or one. And I'm like, all right, do I take a go to bed at like eight and wake up and i'm like screw it i'm just making a pot of coffee sucking it down and staying up until let's go and until like, you can't anymore yeah and you kind of do one of these it's like oh okay i gotta wake up come on you slap yourself in the face come on <laughs> and i'm like man what the heck you know i'm not doing this for like a yankees game or anything i'll just fall asleep yeah. um but yeah it's just are there anybody out there that you know hasn't been in synergy that says okay hey i want that person i want that guy i want that gal uh i would have to uh i would have to tell on myself because some of them are booked for later this year i've got some people who are uh coming down the pike who i've wanted here for a very long time um even people who are not necessarily wrestling for me for right now like a name i'll put out there i think that uh, i have always thought so highly of b-boy from california um he is to me on the West Coast what homicide is to the East Coast uh, in terms of legacy, in terms of how they redefined what a light heavyweight was, that a light heavyweight doesn't have to be seen as this flippy, flashy, white meat. Like they could, you could be that size and be hard edge and be intimidating and be an ass kicker and really bring in that strong style into a light heavyweight body, you know, and just how underrated they've both been throughout their careers. Uh, and B-Boy's coming out uh, on March 28th to do a seminar here. And we're not going to be able to work together just yet in terms of putting them on, a, on an event just because timing hasn't limed up. That'll happen soon. Don't worry. But uh, just the opportunity to get his knowledge in the building here is such a big deal for me. Um, I'm very excited to have uh, somebody very notable from Ohio coming out in a couple of months. Um, I've wanted to get, uh, I've wanted to get a couple other people here for, uh, for quite some time and I'm going to still try, uh, still try, but I'm lucky that a lot of the people that I really have, have thought very highly of, I've been able to bring in. There were a couple of people who I can't now just because I missed the window, uh, of AEW. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I would have loved to have, of gets, of gotten Sammy Guevara here. I, I think he's outstanding. I think he's a rock star. Um, I would have loved to have gotten Kip Sabian here. Um, I was lucky enough to work with Joey Janela on some charity shows before everything exploded with him. I never got him in a synergy ring, and it's a regret. Same mm -hmm. thing with Danny Moff. Uh, I, I really wish I had gotten him in here. Um, just in terms of somebody who's a little bit more note, like legendary and notable that lives in this area, uh, and it's always been a matter of timing, is Crowbar. Mm -hmm. who is still exceptional to this day. Every bit is good, if not better than he's ever been. Dude, dude is like a fine wine in wrestling. He's only gotten better. Um, and he's definitely somebody uh, that I've had interest in, but I've been lucky to have been able to book a lot of the people I've wanted to book mm -hmm. really just been very lucky with that. Yeah. And, and another thing that you just, you dwell, you not dwell, dwell's not the wrong, the right word, but you, you make sure that everybody on that roster, you don't bring them. Like you said, you don't go out and grab these big names to, you know, pop a, pop a crowd. 
you have this roster here. You know, you brought up, you know, hard nose, you know, can do everything. Mm-hmm. Casey Catal. Mm-hmm. I saw her once. Once. And I was yep. hooked. That video that you sent to me, that promo, yep. that did it for me. She's, uh, she's she phenomenal. gets it. Yeah. She gets it. What yeah. can you say? And and this is where I think people misunderstand and miss the boat on quote unquote intergender wrestling. Uh, because if you watch her match, that triple threat with Joey Silver and Charles Mason from our last show, Tomorrow Comes Today, which you can see on Fight or IWTV. Cheap plug. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> it's not an intergender match. It's three athletes wrestling. Yeah. And it wasn't set up like, oh, it's two guys and a girl. Whoa. Because because right. that's, that's, that's demeaning to everybody who's involved. It's athletes who are competing. And it, it's just everything can be presented in a way that's palatable and acceptable if you present it in a way that's believable and it's real. And it's why it, that took place in the quest for the cruiserweight crown, because you're dealing with three athletes within the same general weight class you know, who are, who are going after the same prize and you don't look at one and say, wow, they're inherently weaker than the others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, it's not like putting, you know, it's not like putting a 14 year old in with a college kid in amateur wrestling, you know, and saying, oh, well, let's see how this goes. He's going to get murdered. That's how mm-hmm. that's going to go. <laughs> but, you know, when you get three highly trained highly skilled athletes on the same general plane and weight class of competition, you're going to get a good product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm definitely looking forward to, to this match you got coming up on March 28th with her and TJ Crawford and uh, Alice Tower or Taylor, excuse me. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm trying to ch- I track my arm sometimes for goosebumps <laughs> because it's just, like you said, it's three top tier athletes. You know, that's it. Whether, whether they're male, they're female, you know, green, purple, get white, yellow, yeah. whatever. And I think that each one, what what I really like about the match itself, and I'm glad that you're talking about it, um, is that each one of them really has a, a motivation and a real, real reason for wanting to win. You know, it's not just about who can go out there and do the coolest shit. At the end of the day, that's cute, but who cares? Like, who cares? This is a a prize-based business, is it not? There are championships and there are crowns and there are titles and there are tournaments because we care about who wins them. And Casey can make history. Um, You know, not only are you the first person to wear the cruiserweight crown, but, you, you know, you're the only woman out of this crew of 11 or 12 individuals and you come out and you win it and you do it on your terms and you don't do it because you're a woman's wrestler or a woman. You do it because you're a wrestler or TJ Crawford, who went through everything he went through with us last year and built his way up and now has the opportunity to put some some hardware in the in the case, you know, but to what depths is he willing to go to get it? And Ellis Taylor, who has been the number two to Jordan Oliver and Young Dumb and Broke for a while now. And loves Jordan. That's his best friend in the world. And there's no heat or no animosity there. But Ellis shouldn't be number two to anybody. 
and he doesn't want to be. And the fact of the matter is, is that if he comes to a place where Jordan Oliver is wrestled and he's the one who achieves a championship first, what does that say about Ellis? You know, so you got three people who really want to win a wrestling match. And I think that's the key to building anything that's good is if you if you create something where everyone involved has a reason to want to win it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you can uh, uh, do a cheap plug here, you know. Doors at 6.30, bell at 7. If anybody's in the Hillsboro Township, New Jersey area, make sure you check this show out because, you know, you look at the card, just stuff that's been announced already, and it's just mm-hmm. like, it's, before they even start, it's like, ooh, that's going to that's gonna be a banger. Oh, man, they're going to... Uh, you know what? You've been cool to me, RJ. I, could, uh, I can make an announcement on this show that hasn't been announced anywhere, right? I can, sure. I can give you something here. Um, so the Synergy Championship is going to be defended that night. Frightmare and Deshaun Pratt are going to go. That's going to happen. Uh, the triple threat for the Cruiserweight crown is going to happen. And, um, a world championship will be defended. Uh, I can't really announce the promotion yet because that'll give everything away. But as a legitimate world championship that has never been defended in New Jersey, it has actually never been defended at another promotion before. And it is a super hot wrestling promotion with over 10,000 Twitter followers uh, that is tearing it up right now. And we will be announcing that within the next seven to 10 days. Hmm. And we, well, will I... be bringing in, we will be bringing in two members of the Evolve Wrestling roster to be a part of that match. Huh. So, uh, there's those goose pimples again. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just trying to do right by people. Like if we're going to call this show for the crown on March 28th, and we're going to tell people that they need to tune in and see what we're doing here, we need to give them a real reason. So I'm just trying to go outside the box and do some really cool things here. Yeah. But that, that's absolutely phenomenal. That is Wow. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that announcement. <laughs> yep, it's coming. It's coming very soon, and you've got more information than anybody on the planet right now that's not named me. So, <laughs> well, until this episode comes out next, uh, what is it? Let's see. I don't even know when it's coming. Uh, next, next week from Wednesday. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So there we go. Cool. But, Wait, this is coming out. Is this coming out in in five days or in like a week in five days? Nineteenth. Uh, okay. Uh, screw it. I'll just give it to you right now if you promise not to say anything for the next twelve days. I will not say anything for the next twelve days. Anthony Green will defend the Limitless Wrestling World Championship against Joe Gacy <laughs> on March the twenty eighth at For the Crown. Uh, and that is just a couple of weeks after Joe Gacy defends the CZW World Championship against Anthony Green at WXW in Germany. So it is the second leg of two guys, two world championships in two countries. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And see, so this if, is, if this leaks, brother man, before the 19th, I am coming to find you. <laughs> I, I, I give you my word. I, you know, I, yeah. You can tell your kid. You can tell your kid. That you can, you can tell your kid. That's Believe fine. It, I have talked to, um, I've actually interviewed Anthony Green before. 
and I'm he's like, wonderful. He's so phenomenal. Yeah, These oh, yeah. are two guys who sooner rather than later will be seen by way more people than they are right now. They are unbelievable human beings and even better wrestlers. So and it, I'm it was, thrilled to have this match on. I'm thrilled that Randy Carver and Limitless have given us permission to do this. Uh, it is what happens when two brands work together. Uh, I, and I love every minute of it. So AG Joe Gacy for the Limitless World Championship March 28th at Synergy Wrestling on Fight TV. I, I know I don't know if it's the fact that it's like 15 degrees here in Rochester, or you know I just got the goosebumps, goosebumps, goose pimples again. There you go. <laughs> but but yeah, but this this is why you know you know I love watching wrestling in general, whether it be independent, whatever, because you. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. And, you know, it's just phenomenal. But, you know, you got another show coming up, you know, a little bit after this is um, April 18th. You know, okay, the Autism yeah. Acceptance Show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you. first of all, I have to commend you on doing this, too, because... You know, you know, you bring in awareness to certain things that, you know, certain people, they don't want, you know, okay, well, they, they, ha- they see this, they see that, they kind of push it aside. But, you know, I, you know, really dig what you're doing with this. Thank you. I mean, and it's, it's something that, that we've talked about doing for a long time that's really close to the, the heart of a lot of the people involved with Synergy and a lot of people on the roster and the fan base and, um, we just have been talking about it for a long time and just kind of saying like awareness is cool, but awareness doesn't mean that we're standing up and we're saying, Hey, we love you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we love y'all. You're just like us, you know, everybody. It, and that's the thing is like, I, I don't believe in a world where I have, where I say, I'll accept, I, 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 I'm aware of you now be more like me. Like, who am I to say that? Like, I'm messed up, dude. I have my own problems. Nobody should be trying to be more like me. I should be trying to figure out how to accept you and how to give you things that that you can relate to and you can like. So this show's going to be a little different. It's not going to be live streamed live, 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 live. It's going to go up very shortly after that on demand on independent wrestling TV. Um. And the reason is we we're going to sit down right at the beginning of the show and we're going to map out the show with everybody who's there. We're going to have a lot of people who live with autism and live with Asperger's and are on the spectrum in attendance. I want to explain to them, hey, how can we put on a show that you're or an event that you're really going to like? Are the lights too bright? You want us to bring them down? You want us to bring them up? Like we And I'm talking to people from different places um, there's this really awesome group called the Star Thrower Group in Flemington, which is a bunch of young adults who are kind of transitioning into adulthood all together as a big social group, and it's really dope. And they're helping me plan the show. They're going to tell me, hey, some of our friends don't like really, really loud music. Some of our friends don't really like strobe lights. So the show's going to look a little different, and it's going to feel a little different, and it's going to sound a little different. And I think that it's going to be the kind of thing that a lot of people can access and really enjoy because I know there's a lot of people, um, you know, who, who live with autism, who love wrestling, but the shows are too loud or there's too many changes in the lighting and there's too many, this, and and it's not, and it's just too much of one thing or another that they can't really intake. So we want to give them a show 
that everybody can enjoy. It's still the same level of wrestling. They're getting the same show. We're not talking down to anybody. We just want to present it in a way that everybody can really like. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that on April the 18th, and we're going to have a really good time. It'll be a standard Synergy show. There will be a Defense of the Cruiserweight crown and a Defense of the Synergy championship. There will be a number one contenders match. Nothing will change. It will be part of the Synergy storyline and lore and what have you. It's just going to be presented a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you brought up brought up the lore, brought up the crown. You know, when I think lore, I think crown. I think mm-hmm. your friend and mine, Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, she wanted me to ask you why you're so awesome. Oh. <laughs> God, one of these days, like one of these days, people are going to figure me out and they're going to be like, wow, that piece of shit. wow um no it's it's you know what i'm not i'm really not i just am and i'm gonna be honest with you i've I've been i've been you know i've not always been the best person in my life nobody has you know we've all done things and said things but i think the reason that people say that about me in this frame has nothing to do with me Um, it's just that I kind of decided a couple of years ago, um, that I was just going to shut up and listen to people. Um, and I did, I had the opportunity and he doesn't even know that, that he had this effect on my life. I had the opportunity about three, four years ago, four years ago now to do half a show's worth of commentary with Matt Stryker. Um, who has, over the course of nine years, said the most important thing that anyone has ever said to me. Um, and I was that guy who thought he was really, really, really effing good at what he did. Like, I really was like, man, I have this radio background. I got this voice. I can talk. I can shoot things off the cuff and be really funny. And we did three matches. And he said to me, you know, if you worked as hard as you should work, you might be as good as you think you are. Hmm. And I doubt he remembers ever saying that to me. And I said, oh, and he goes, you got something. You just need to shut up once in a while. And I knew he wasn't insulting me and I wasn't mad. And it was just kind of this moment where I'm like, you know what? I don't know everything. You know, I'm doing these charity shows. And at that time, they were not doing that great. You know, and I wasn't really I was putting on good matches and stuff like that. And I was wondering why it wasn't landing with people. And it's because I thought I knew more than I did. You know, and I thought it's and I was going to be this guy who came in and changed the business and came in and really showed what I had and really it's just about me shutting up and trying to figure out what you guys want to see. That's really it, you know, and shutting up and listening to the wrestlers on my roster and letting them tell me what would make them feel really fulfilled, who they want to work with, what kind of stories they want to tell. So I'm not awesome. I'm just kind of holding up a mirror to what you guys are telling me. So if you like what I'm saying, it's just because I'm saying what you've said back to you. So you're awesome. And that sounds like pandering, and maybe it is a little bit. 
But <laughs> for real, for real, like, it's just me listening to you. So if you like what I'm saying, keep giving me good advice and I'll keep putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, something similar happened to me. No, not as similar, but, you know, you just learn from, you know, mistakes that you made by doing this or doing that. You just kind of sit back, you know, fold yeah. the arms and just, you know, let, you know, let the things soak in. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where I had, we had up in here in upstate, we had uh, Matt Cross do a seminar. Sure. And just to see him, you know, just talk and you just, you just kind of sit back and listen to him speak. And, you know, you hear the in, inside workings of how to put properly put on a match or how to properly sell or do this or do that. And it's like, wow, that's just, you know, you, you never you never think of it that way before. You know what I mean? And you realize that you don't know anything. <laughs> you that you don't know a tenth of what you think you know. Right. Because there's always somebody who knows more than you, you know, and that's. Like some, the opportunity to learn from somebody on that level is is just unbelievable. Even somebody like I, you can learn something from somebody who's been in the business six months because they'll have something to share and something to say, and they'll have something and they might not know it's profound, but it changes you. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, I remember like bumping into a 16 year old Jordan Oliver who was just breaking in and just watching how bad he wanted it and here i was in my 30s just kind of walking around like i was you know i'm good at what i do i can you know just blah 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 i'm being like this is a 16 year old who wants it 40 times bad than i've ever better than i've ever wanted it in my life and that's what it takes and just saying to myself you know what this is the first time in my adult life that i'm looking at a 16 17 year old kid and i'm impressed and you realize that just there's so much to learn from people. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, when you know they have it, you know, it just snowballs mm-hmm. after that. When you see that talent in the ring and, you know, some other people may not see it. But when you go to this guy, pull him aside, say, hey, if, you know, it's a lot, a lot of guys I see here, the young guys that say, hey, I don't know you know, how you looked at it, but you know, it may just be me. You might take it for what it's worth, but maybe if you do it this way or do it that way, I'm like, I'm Mm. I'm nobody, you know what I mean? I'm just seeing it as a fan, but you know, with your trainer or you're with your, the booker or whatever, look at it this way, you know what I mean? But you got it, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. And you know, some, some, one of these days, something's going to pop. Yeah. And I mean, the way that I, I see it is this, is that, um, do you remember the smartest kid in your high school or one of them, the kid that you yeah. looked at and you're like, man, all this shit is coming really easy to him. Mm-hmm. What's oh, yeah. the, what are they doing now? I don't Probably, even know what you're <laughs> Exactly. You want to know who made it? The kid who wasn't as smart that worked harder. Yeah. That kid made it. It doesn't matter how naturally gifted you are. Sometimes it does, but there's a ceiling on that because at some point the guy, the girl, the person who works harder than you is going to beat you, period. You look at the people who get in the cars, the guys who work harder, the girls who make the towns, the, the, the individuals who get everywhere and just learn from doing. 
and mm. being tired and, and exhausted. And it is not a shock that those are the people who are over right now. It is not a shock to me that Ace Austin basically lived out of his car for two years and went everywhere. And now he's the Impact X Division champion. And it's not because he politicked. It's because he worked everywhere he could work and wrestled everyone he could wrestle. It is not surprising to me that the face of IWTV is Warhorse because he basically lived out of his car for two years and wrestled everyone he could wrestle. It is not surprising to me that Anthony Green and Josh Briggs are where they are. You know, these people. It is not surprising to me that AJ Gray is now blowing up because I've never had the privilege of working with AJ Gray, but I'm a dude from New Jersey who knew who the hell he was because of how much he was getting out there. It's not surprising to me. And there's more people like that. So Statlander, Chris Statlander, Mm -hmm. same thing. It is not surprising to me because she went everywhere. And you have to assume that when you're sitting on your butt or you're lighting the blunt, or you're pouring yourself a drink, or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing, somebody right now is working to beat you. Not because they dislike you, not because they want, but there's only one spot, and they're going to get it, and you're not. Mm-hmm. And so I have to look at it as like, I've always got to be talking synergy, and I've always got to stay positive, mm-hmm. and not be one of these people who just shits on other people, and tries to make it a yay us boo you because I never know who's listening. I mm-hmm. never know who's paying attention. And if I'm not doing this the right way and I'm not being positive and I'm not working hard, I'm not going to win. Mm-hmm. And I can win without somebody else losing. Yeah. That's one of the things that, you know, like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, you learn sometimes by mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, that you have to stay positive because if you dwell on a negative, you know, you're going to forget, you know, you're going to miss something currently. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why, you know, I try, you know, last, you know, number of months and stuff, just try to be positive. You know, yeah, it could be negative, but you got to look at the positive in the negative. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just mind numbing how often people are so easy to jump down somebody's throat, you know, whether it be on social media or whether it be, mostly on social media, but, um, you know, even at shows, independent shows, you know, and it's just like, oh, I don't like this, so I think I have the right to do whatever I want. Well, okay, but not really. (laughs) I tell everybody, just be be beware of virtue signalers, man. It is so easy on social media and and to do like, like, I don't think that somebody – should be sending pictures of their penis to minors. No shit. You're so <laughs> brave to have that opinion. Oh, you're so brave. You don't need, like, what, like, make sure your closet's real clean before you start jumping into somebody else's, homie. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Because everybody's got something, and you don't need to, like, the the first person, and that's obvious, like, what I just said, but, like, mm-hmm. It seems to me like the people who are always offended and their brand is that they're always offended and their brand is that they're always calling people out and dragging them and name names. What is it that you don't want us to know about you? Mm -hmm. It's always the loudest person. You know what I'm saying? So like maybe, maybe just maybe 
the 50 people who love you out here, out front, dragging people and keeping drama alive, maybe you're ignoring the 50,000 people who just want you to shut up and be a positive person. Mm. I... I could be that person. Sure could. I just, I don't have the energy for it. I'm, I, I don't have time. Like, and plus, like, if something's not right, it's not right. You don't need me to tell you it's not right. Of course it's not right. I'm not important. Who am I to be like, I don't condone what happened over there. No shit, because it was terrible. You don't need me paying attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not your moral compass or your moral authority. If somebody asks me for my opinion, I'll gladly give it. But I don't think I'm so important that people need to know what Colin's thinking about stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. And, you know, I had um, had another podcast actually contact me first. Kind of, I don't know if it's a strange request mm-hmm. or if it's a reasonable request. I, I don't know. But the uh, Wizard, Wizards podcast... Shining Wizards podcast had a suggestion that they mm-hmm. wanted you to sing "You Oughta Know." Um, I don't know if there is a story <laughs> behind that. There is a story uh, behind it. What happened <laughs> was uh, we got on the subject of doing karaoke, and they asked me what my go-to karaoke song was, and it was at one point "You Oughta Know" by Alanis Morissette because a mid- like a dude singing that is just relatively funny. So they kept pressing <laughs> me to sing it and pressing me to sing it, and pressing me to sing it, and I told them that I would sing it, and just give me a couple of seconds to get ready, and I hung up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a douchebag, and that's the story. (laughs) And so I'm sure that the wizards wanted me to troll you, but unfortunately we're on Skype, and you could just call me back, and I'm screwed. So... (laughs) No, but I owe, like, honestly, like, I owe the Wizards a ton, and I'm going to put them over for being good sports with that, but also because um, they've been at it for a long time, and they've been putting over people in Jersey and this area for a really long time, and they gave me the time of day when this promotion was nothing, and I really am indebted to, you know, Matt and Tony and everybody over there um shining wizards please like if you're listening to ringside rant give shining wizards a shot listen to wrestling podcasts just listen to them because honestly like people inside wrestling if somebody from a podcast asks you to do an interview you have 20 minutes dude you've got 40 minutes make the time it's worth it because, like, for, for as much as you say, oh, man, I'm going and I'm doing this thing, whatever, you know what? RJ prepped for this interview with me, and I'm nobody. And set this up, and, like, honestly, I'm I'm grateful, dude. Like, thank you. Really, for giving me the opportunity to come on and talk to you. Like, that's, to me, I'm just a guy who runs a wrestling company. I'm not out front. I'm not one of the wrestlers. I, I really, like, that means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah, well, but and it's one of those things too, where you know a lot of people, you know, they you, like you said, wrestling podcasts. You know, a lot of people will do reviews, and they do it great. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but you know, I like to do the interviews to give people. You know, I just interviewed uh, Ziggy Dice for nice. NWA. Yeah, and you know, somebody messaged DM me on Twitter after the fact. I can't remember the exact date, but 
they're like, man, I can't believe how, how much he opened up with his, you know, PTSD, all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, they're like, well, thank you. We learned something. I'm like, that's why, you know, that's why I do it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I like getting with gentlemen like yourself, the guys behind the scenes, they give you a different view on things. You know, I've interviewed, you know, I've interviewed wrestlers. I've interviewed promoters. I've interviewed referees yeah. because you get that different view from things. Mm-hmm. And you wanna, you know, honestly, referees are a great talk. There are two sets of people that I always am like, interview a referee, interview a commentator. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why, because they're the only ones who watch every match. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to, you want like, it's unbelievable how much knowledge you can get from people who are on the, on the quote unquote periphery of this, you know, and, and just the first people that I talk to after a show are, are, are my commentary team. And MC Hale, who's there every show, because MC Hale has just watched the entire show and talked about it. So his opinion to me is crazy important, mm-hmm. you know, because he just saw everything in real time and got to because I'm being pulled in five different directions. He got to see more of it than I did. Saw every second of it, heard every crowd reaction. So, like, if you get a chance to interview a commentator, do it. You're going to mm-hmm. le- you're going to learn a lot about the places that they work. Yeah, there's another guy too that's been um, with Synergy too is um, Mark Haggerty. Love him. Absolutely. He, and it's not just because he can grow a fantastic mustache, not like oh, me. Oh, can he? Oh but, my boy! There's there's only so many people, so many men, I should say, because if men, if women grow mustaches, that's fine. But go for it. Uh, go for it. Hey, if you can do it, yeah, the heck, you know. Go for it. Um, but. Not too many guys can pull that off. No, nope. and ex- style it. You should see. You should see me with just a mustache. It's horrifying. <laughs> like it's horrifying. It's either got to be no beard or all beard. Cause, oh boy, oh no, 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 no. See this. But Mark this. has uh, Mark has become outstanding by sheer force of will. And I, I, every good thing that happens to Mark Haggerty in this business, he's earned. And that's really cool that you got to talk to him. Yeah. You know, it was so, it was nice to see that he got that gig over with the MLW and, you know, see him doing his stuff with that. And, you know, I like to see, you know, and it may may be selfish for me to say it, but I'll say it anyways. It's nice to see people that have interviewed make it to, Oh my God. To NXT. I just knew there was a guy that was on NXT this week that did backstage stuff. Um, Oh crap! Now his name Xavier. He's gonna kill me. Um, Mr. Everything. His, he goes by the moniker Mr. Everything. Victor Andrews. There you go. There it is. <laughs> I was just. Um, I'm. I'm so. This is where I'm not a great person. I knew, and I just <laughs> let you. I'm like, you'll get there. I'll get there. You know, it's the wheels are turning. You know, the wheels turning, but the hamster fell off the wheel a long time ago. <laughs> long, oh, my hamster died in like 2006. I've yeah. just been spinning with no hamster for a long time. But yeah, it's just, it's so nice to see guys like that, that guys like Anthony Green that I've talked to that get to evolve, that get to Limitless, uh-huh. that, you know, do so well. And it's like, oh man, I look at my wife, I'm like, man, I, I, I love this. And she's like, what? I'm like, I interviewed that guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, but she doesn't get it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just, I mean, like, even, it. just even people on any level, like how cool it is for me to occasionally just, you know, you turn on raw and you see Francis Kip Stevens in there, or you turn on SmackDown and you see Kevin Bennett working on Andrade, you know, or 
you go and and you see like Dan Moff on the uh, who I you know like I said I've I've had the privilege of meeting a couple of times I've never even worked directly with but I know what he's meant to the talent in this area and I know how many people credit him as being their trainer you know a guy like and seeing a guy like TJ Crawford who means the world to me just be so brutally proud to see Dan Moff in Ring of Honor and see him on the last uh, NWA pay-per-view and, and that's that's what that's what it's about man mm-hmm. you're absolutely just seeing other people get these breaks and opportunities is what it's about mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like i said it's you see guys that you know the guy that i talked to you about Nick Nick Sullivan he was um security for uh, on a SmackDown out in Syracuse when he hit, he had to hold back Kevin Owens. I'm like, yep. good luck with that, man. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, you see that face. I'm like, I know that face. Where do I know that face? Oh yeah. I talked to him X, Y, Z, you know, yep. this time, but, uh, but it's yeah. just the, the longer you do it, the more you see things like the more you just see like dude out of the Midwest, Graham Bell just had a, a match down in CMLL and, and just, that's really dope. And, seeing it's an exciting time of year too because some people that maybe the world doesn't know as well getting the chance to go down to tampa and work in a, a couple mania week shows and maybe that's the guy or maybe that's the girl that blows up this year you know what i'm saying like who's this year's Danhausen? who's this mm-hmm. year's warhorse who's this year's joey janella who's this year's marco stunt who's this year's you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like who's blowing? Who's gonna blow up this year? Is mm-hmm. it gonna be? I mean, could it be like a dude up here like Matt Vertigo that not too many people know about, but more people should? Is it gonna be like? Is it gonna be Thomas Shire? Is it gonna be? It could be anybody, mm-hmm. and that's what's awesome. Mm-hmm. You just need that one match or that one moment. You know, I'll, I'll give you two names, and they're on your roster right now: Jordan Go. Oliver, okay, T.J. Crawford. No, wouldn't surprise me if either one yeah. would not surprise me to see either one go anywhere that he wants to go yeah. anywhere yeah. that he wants to go. Um, and that's what I love about my roster is that if I woke up tomorrow and anybody on my roster called me and said, Hey, listen, I've got a contract offer here. I've got a thing here. I've got a Japan or a Mexico or a Germany or whatever. I would not be surprised by any of them. I, I love the hell out of my roster. I am so grateful that they choose to come work with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't given us a shot yet, now, as as uh, as Lucy Lou would say in Kill Bill, now is the fucking time. <laughs> it, but, it, but, but it really is. And, you know, and, and, and we'll, we'll wind down with this comment is I've, I've told this to a lot of people you know, that watch independent wrestling. And I know Tiffany will agree with me. Um, Ray will agree with me on this. And the uh, one and only queen will agree with me on this is 2020 is going to be the year of synergy. I guarantee it. We got to make it happen. We all got to make it happen because I'm telling you right now, and this is, this is real, real. If you're listening to my voice, this is year three of a small business. This is where a small business either falls on its face or it makes it. And I'll be perfectly frank with you, the way that I've invested in 2020, it's either going to fall on its face or it's going to make it like Mm -hmm. that's like we're either going to be here in November and we're going to be here to stay or we're going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to make that 
Like, oh God, oh God, oh God. But I guarantee you right now, every dollar that comes into this company this year is getting invested right back into the company. That's how this year is working. Mm. Um, if you support us, you will financially, you will see it on your screen. You will see it on the product. The bigger we go, the bigger we draw on live stream, the bigger we go. Mm. That's how this is going to work. Um, so what are we going to be by the end of the year? Uh, I know what I'd like to be, but it's going to be what everybody wants us to be. The market's going to dictate what we are and dictate whether you want us to be here or not. So I hope that uh, I hope that we're doing enough for you to continue to choose us. Mm -hmm. we're going to keep choosing you we're going to keep listening keep doing fan feedback i'm going to be talking to fans in my dms on twitter every day mm -hmm. i don't i will not ignore you i will not no sell you i will i want to talk to you i want to hear what you want and what you like and what you don't and i promise you i will listen and mm -hmm. you will see that reflected in the next pay-per-view that you buy mm -hmm. And I will, I will hopefully knock on wood, cross my fingers, whatever, you know, superstitions that you want. I will do my darndest, damnedest, whatever to get down, drive that six, seven hours, however long it is from here in Rochester to New Jersey to see a show this year. I'll tell you what, RJ, if you ever do that, I will make sure it's a party when you get here. I will make sure that the, uh, the bar will be open. I will make sure that we find you if you need somewhere to be or somewhere to stay. We will make sure you have somewhere to stay. We will take care of you. Much appreciate. Much appreciate. And and then just I just want to experience. You know I've seen the energy shows. You know streaming. I just want to experience it live, man, because it just seems seems like a banger of a show. And you know, party. Got experience. Yeah, it's a party, man. We're just having a party. That's it. We're just having a party with some wrestling matches at it. It's a good yeah. time. I promise right. you it's a good time. But I, w I will say this, and we'll close up with this, is thank you so much for, you know, making making time for me, taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down with me, chat with me, shoot the shit with me. And, you know, lastly, you know, you got we, – we talked about the shows coming up, but, you know, what – you know, what are other ways that people can get a hold of you, get a hold of Synergy, you know, follow the brand? Uh, easiest way right now, uh, synergywrestling.com. I still need to do a couple updates on the website because everything is me and it's killing me. But I will make a couple of things fresh on the website in the next couple of days. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Synergy Wrestle. Twitter is the one I'm most active on. Facebook, Instagram, I'm also there. Uh, you can email me directly, synergywrestling at gmail.com. If you have any questions, I will get back to you the easiest way. I leave the DMs on Synergy Wrestle on Twitter wide open because I don't want you to have to go jump through hoops to be able to talk to me. Reach out. I'd love to talk to you. And uh, if, you if you want any information as to how you can get on board as a sponsor of the season, as a match sponsor, as somebody who wants to help us sponsor the Autism Acceptance Show on April 18th, just slide into my DMs, send me a tweet, at me, or email me, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about any of it. Definitely, man. Like I said, guys, if you are not you know, on the Synergy train, you know, there's very limited seating available now. You <laughs> might want to punch your tickets because, you know, this train is going to be going going high and, you know, you may, may not be available anymore. So, but uh, 
Get on the train now. You know, we'll always add another row of seats for you. Come on on board. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. It's me, your boy Cassio from Cassio's Cut Podcast, among other things. And you are listening to R.J. Krasinski, host, Ringside Rant. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. It's the one and only comedian Matt Mitchell, a.k.a. Cassio, host of Cassio's Cut Podcast. And you're listening to Ringside Rant with my buddy, R.J. Krasinski. 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 Whatever it is. If you're hearing this message, you are listening to R.J. Krasinski's own podcast, Casio's Cut. Nope. That's mine. You should be listening to mine. Not sure why you're listening to Ringside Rant, but when you get through with it, listen to Casio's Cut podcast. Casio'sCut.com. This is basically a shameless plug for me, not RJ. Hey, kid, have you ever heard of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show? Yes, I have, because I am he, Mr. Warren Hayes, host of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. The Mr. Warren Hayes Show is a weekly wrestling discussion program. I like to talk about WWE, New Japan, AEW, NWA, and more, talking about it seriously, but not too seriously, so it's always a good time. So join me live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, on YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Or you can also find the Mr. Warren Hayes Show on your favorite podcast application. But if you do want to join Join us live every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, and I hope to see you there soon. Another great episode of the Ringside Rant is in the books. Huge amount of things goes out to the man that runs the place, Colin West from Synergy Pro Wrestling. People, if you're not on the Synergy Pro Wrestling train, you might want to get your tickets now for that train and get your seats because you're going to want to take this train higher and higher as Synergy Pro Wrestling is going to be the independent pro wrestling promotion of 2020. That is my sound prediction that you're going to see happening in 2020. Head over, follow them across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, you're going to want to follow all these great wrestlers that are in this promotion as well. Um, while you're over there on Twitter, give us a follow at ringside rant underscore RJ, as well as at ringside underscore rant. Make sure you follow those head over to wherever you get great podcasts, iTunes, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, anchor, follow us, subscribe, Give me a five-star review on iTunes. I'll give you a shout-out on the show next week. I appreciate everybody that has listened to this, this show throughout time. Uh, all these great podcasts. A big shout-out to the Chick Foley Show, to Boots to the Face, to Doing the Favor, to Talkamania, just to name a few. Everybody else, you know who you are. Uh, you know Everybody over the Visionaries Wrestling Network, I appreciate everybody for the kind words. Uh, everybody over uh, the NWA family, everybody associated with that NWA family, you know who you are. I don't have the time to, to, to tell each and every one of you how much you mean to me. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you joining me right here 
in Ranters Nation. I have a great deal for you with our friends over at Power Slam TV. If you head over there and give the promo code Ringside Rants, you get your first 30 days free. Yes, I said free. So if you head over to Power Slam TV and use the promo code Ringside Rants, right there where you put that promo code, you get 30 days free. So a big thanks to our great sponsors over at Power Slam TV. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.